0: Welcome to McCullough Christian Center's broadcast today. If you would like more information about our church, please visit our website at www.purposemcc.com. Again, I'm just gonna say good evening, y'all. I just, uh, Cornelius wanted had asked me this afternoon or this morning if um if I could help him out a little bit. He's been like a rat in a wheel, and just running and running and running and I said, I don't know if you really is it not on? Can you hear it? I can hear it. Am I? Craniest. Oh. I can't eat this thing now. But anyway, um, I said, I don't know if you need to give it to me or not (laughs) this from this weekend. But um I don't know about you, but ever since I feel like I have been one that's been and I can't do it without crying, I'm sorry. One that's been walking in, in the fire. Have you ever felt like you've been just walking in the fire and you don't feel like that that you could ever get out of it? Sometimes when you get out of it, it would take a few days and here you go, you'd get right back in it. And I'm like, God, what is this? Because I know I'm supposed to be gleaning something. I'm supposed to be learning something through this, but apparently I'm not learning what I'm supposed to be learning because I never get out of it. But, um, And and it was like this weekend when I was sitting there and I was watching a lot of the women. I was watching a lot of the things that they had been going through. I I didn't know a lot of what they went through, but you could see what they were going through. And there was such a spirit of heaviness that was over that place because it was almost like you can't get out of it no matter how and sometimes you just give in to it because you just get tired you get tired of running and running and running it seems like you're just spinning your wheels but I said God I need to know how to get through this test and this fire and I need to know how to overcome and this morning I mean it was just so plain he said the test is in the fire your test is in the fire. And I'm like, well, I got to know that somebody else went through it and survived it in the Bible. And, you know, naturally things start popping up of people that you know, but I don't like the same old, same old all the time because I don't want to get the same old, same old thing. And the um, Holy Spirit just said, he said, I'm he said, go back to the book of Daniel. And he said, I want you to grab and really read about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Because all my life, all I've ever heard about them is, oh, their faith, their faith. You know, they went in, they had such a faith, and, you know, it didn't matter to them. They just, they knew they were going to get in this fire regardless because they wasn't going to bow. Well, there's more to it than that. There is a whole lot more to it than that. Because when I grabbed it, I grabbed a, if it was a nugget just for me, then I, I grabbed it for me. But let's go to the book of Daniel. In chapter 3 and verse 13, just so you'll know a little bit about where we're coming from. Daniel chapter 3, verse 13. It says, Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought their men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? that do not ye serve the gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up. Now, if ye be ready, that at what time that you hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, the sackbut, the psaltery, the dulcimer, and all kinds of music, that ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the, into the mist of a burning fury furnace, a fiery furnace, And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that thou will not, we won't serve your gods, and we won't worship the golden image which thou have set up. And, you know, I don't know if you caught that or not, but there was a time Nebuchadnezzar had called all these people in because this was a dedication to this big statue that he had set up. He wanted everybody to come and see what he had done, and he wanted them to bow down and worship, but these Jewish guys were not going to do that. And they got called on the rug because of it. But guess what happened? Whenever they came before the king Nebuchadnezzar and they refused to do it, they said, you know, that we're not even going to be careful to answer you. In other words, you don't even threaten us. It's not even a threat to us that you want us to do that in the message Bible. It was saying that because we're not going to do this. We're not going to bow down. And then if God does it, It gotta do it but if he don't it's okay and I thought to myself all this time that I've been in this battle all this time that I have been in this junk the whining the griping the complaining oh God where are you God why how how have you ever been around people like that and it's not that they're bad it's just you don't know how to get through some things sometimes and you you get weary in the middle of it and and I said God I'm i am why is it that when I go through something and, and, and if I can't see you all the way through it, then I must be doing something wrong in it, or it's your fault? Have you ever thought, seen people like that? I was like, God, why am I? Y'all have to excuse me a little bit because I'm rambling because like I told Nisi before, I hadn't had a microphone in a long time. But it, it just sort of got to me because I was like, God, their faith, their faith brought them through no matter what happened because mine was always what if what if this happens what if that happens and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said even if it happens even if it happens are you still going to serve me and so many times I've thought about you know the, the deep trials you know when people go through um I was reading about a lady today and uh she, had, she was on an island in, an island in Indonesia, and she was, it was a, a book of martyrs is what I was reading, and she was going through so much stuff, and she was like, God, where are you in my, my battle? I refuse to bow to these um, Muslim people that are coming after us because the Muslims hated these Christians on this island, and they were coming through killing so many of them, but yet and still she said, I will stand because there's power in the blood. There's, as all she knew to say is there's power in the blood of Jesus. And over and over and over again, she kept saying that. Well, the more she said it, the madder the Muslims got because they did not like the Christians. And um, so what she did, I mean, they, they came at her, and they, they killed her children. They did a lot of damage. And she stood there, and she kept saying over and over again, but there's power in your blood. You're leaving me here for a reason. You're leaving me here. And she never asked God why. She said, when I get through this. Or, you know, if I even come through this, fine. But if I don't, fine. And, and I just had to ask myself so many times. You know, there's hard times coming. There's so many things coming. So, God, am I really ready? Am, do I really have the faith? that Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego had or that she had standing there when when your children when they were even had even killed her child and she kept saying she had taught her child how to how to die her little girl was only 10 and her little girl looked up at her and said mama don't worry about anything it's okay if i die you know have have we walked in those kind of times have we walked in those kind of places or are we gonna just go through something and say god where are you where are you and i i don't know I, i as i was watching people this weekend i was like god i felt like so many of them like i was just sitting there just lost you know just just lost in it and and kenta was oh she was just like a little firecracker she she was praying for so many people and so many people were just getting delivered and as I was sitting there I was like God but my stuff it's not little my stuff God I just got to get through it and I mean a lot of you know some of you may not know that you know the Amber and them were moving and you get stuck you get stuck sometimes and you can't move on and uh right now let's just pray, okay? I mean, Satan is not going to get the glory for this. God, I just come before you right now, Jesus. And God, I know what you've shown me. God, I know the battles, God, that are here. I know that, God, the places, God, that, that you had wanted me to go tonight. And, Father, I just give myself to you in total surrender because, God, this is not about me, but it's all about you. And I just ask that, God, the word that you gave me this morning, God, would just come forth, God, with boldness, with clarity, God, and that, Father, with such a depth, that, God, that we can hold on to it. Satan, I bind you. Every hindering force, we bind you in the name of Jesus. And, God, you are the one that's going to get the glory, God. You are the one, Father. You are our Father. God, you are the one that, that, that we cry to, God, the one, the one that gets us through everything because of who you are, not because of what you can do. But, God, because of who you are. And I just pray that tonight, that, God, that you would show us, God, that it's not about what you do. But, God, it's that intimate relationship with you, God of who you are that gets us through those times, God, of knowing you, Father, Lord, God, in the darkness, God, in knowing you, Father, Lord, in the hard times. God, we're going to walk this thing out, God. Father, the things that have us so bound, God, the things that have us stopped in our tracks, we're going to walk it out, God, because we know that you are the author and the finisher, God, of our faith. And God, the person that you are in us and to us, God, is able to bring it to completion. So, God, tonight we give you praise, Father Lord. We give you praise, knowing that, God, that you are with us, God. You are with us, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were people just like us. People just like us that walked every day and, and but just wanted to do the work for the kingdom. And, but when they were told that they had to bow, when they were told that they had to give up the very thing and the very purpose that God had put in them, when they were told that they weren't going to be able to just, to just lift up the name of God, that they had to lift up the name of the king, when they were told that, they're like, oh, no, not me. Not me because I know what my God has done for me. And they, they knew him. They knew him and who he was. They didn't just know about God. They knew him. And when you know God like that, when you know him, God can bring you through anything. I'm talking about these idols that we put up. Depression became my idol. Depression became like a god to me because I couldn't get through it. And there was a time that I was having to take medication for it. And I'm like, God, I'm tired of this because the people that I pray for, I try to get them out of this. And you're telling me that I have to stay here locked in this? And for it was three or four years there that I could not function because it was an idol to me. And I'm like, God, whatever happens, it's not even just depression, but it was like disappointment. Disappointment after disappointment, and then you had like loneliness, and I could go on and on and on. Whatever we give ourselves to, whatever we, we uh, stay around the most becomes that idol to us, and we can't move past it. But I'm here to tell you tonight, you can get in that fire with God and he's going to be right there with you. He's not going to leave you. And if they had walked in that fire and God had never been in there, they would have still been okay. I believe that they would have come out on the other side of that. And they still had the testimony. But guess what? They had a greater testimony because they had that fourth man in there with them. And when they went in, they had the coat, the jacket. They had it all. They had garments. They had all kind of stuff, the hats on. But when they came out, I'm here to tell you they were not bound anymore. They were walking around in that fire. He loosed them. He loosed them, and I'm telling you, this weekend, I got loosed. I got loosed of a lot of stuff, and I kept telling God, I said, I don't want to just have a feel-good feeling, because every time that I would turn around, it's like, just for that day, and then the next day, it's like you would fight hell like crazy all over again, but... How much prayer, how much word do you have on the inside of you? Because however much you have on the inside, when it comes back to visit you, it can't stay. It can't stay. I mean, but I was so tired of getting up, getting down, getting up, getting down. And Cornelius would say, you going to minister today? No, I'm going to sit right here. (laughs) I'm going to sit right here because I'm so depressed. (laughs) And it's not because of what anybody's done. Everybody goes through stuff. Everybody has disappointments. Everybody has hurts. But I'm here to tell you, you forgive quickly. You have to forgive quickly. You have to walk in this journey that God has put us on intentionally. Intentionally. I tell my kids that all the time. I tell people that when we counsel with them all the time. And I'm like, why am I not listening to myself well, it didn't feel good. It wasn't easy. And then, because if it's easy, you'll do it. And and, and I got to looking, and it was one more, that because um, I was looking at Job, too. And I, I said, God, Job never, <laughs> he didn't never turn his back on God. He didn't stand there and say, God, why, why, why? But he believed God. He went through so much stuff. His wife, now I feel like me and corn sometimes. (laughs) I'm like, I've been there, had to question, go, okay, because this is a woman thing. You know, I didn't curse God. But there were days when I did not understand the depth of the warfare. And God would say, put your shoes back on. Put your helmet back on. Put that breastplate back on because if you don't, those fiery darts are going to get back on the inside of you. And I'm telling you, there were words after words after words that were spoken over me and to me. And, and I would just sit there and go, if I let that go in, I will die. I will die. I'm not just talking to myself tonight. I know that you have gone through warfare, too. I know that you have been in places, too, where you've wanted to see people make it. You've wanted to see people succeed. You've wanted to see your children. You've wanted, you know, do, do things. You There's just things that you need in your life. And if it doesn't come about, I know that it affects you, you know. And people have had to walk through grief. And you know what? Not only, I've I've heard it said so many times when people will look at somebody and say, you just got to get, you got to get over it. No, you don't get over it. You move through it. You move through it. So everything that that goes on in your life that's negative, everything that Satan tries to choke you with, everything that he tries to shut you down for, you got to move through it. You've constantly got to be moving forward because if you sit down, you're going to stop. If you sit down, you're going to quit. If you sit down, you're going to get depressed. If you sit down, you're going to get lonely. I had some women come to me this morning, I mean this past weekend, and say, I don't even have a friend. I can't have a friend. I don't like friends. And I'm like, oh, Lord. (laughs) And it sort of caught me, you know. And and I was like, i got to pray about that because there's an answer. (laughs) And I am telling you, when, when God gave Kenta the illustration of a Ruth and a Naomi that was beautiful because not only did was Naomi there for Ruth Naomi this cuz this person looked at me and she said I feel like Naomi I'm just so lonely and holy spirit gave me a word for her and it was like even though you feel like Naomi Naomi had to have her Ruth in order to be blessed. That's where her blessing came in because she had done got bitter. She went out full and she came back bitter. And y'all, there is an answer to everything that we go through in this word. It's just having to get back up and it's having to walk some things out. Kenta looked at me. She didn't know me from Adam and she said, you've got to walk it. You've got to walk it. Well, I didn't want to hear that. I wanted to hear you're going to be healed. You're okay. You're going to make it. Not all the time. You've got to walk it. How much does it mean to you to get through your stuff? How much does it mean to you? You can sit there and soak and sour, and you can tell everybody else how to live. But if you can't get the freedom yourself, you're going to be stuck. And you're going to go back the other way. God's moving this away. He's not moving this away. He says, don't put your hand back to the plow. You've got to move forward. And that is the hardest thing to do when you don't want to. And I'm not just saying that because I'm pastor's wife. Don't think that it's anybody in the church. Okay, y'all, it's just stuff. I'm human. I have things that go on every day, and I have to push through. I have a dog, and he's either going to push through or he's going to get kicked. I'm, just, I'm telling you, it's stuff like that all the time that I think Satan puts there just to just punch you all the time. And But anyway, what I'm saying is, is there you've got to have a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego faith. You've got to have a faith that says, no matter what, we're going to make it. No matter what, I'm getting to the other side. But not, I don't care about the disappointments anymore, God, because you were there with me. God, I don't care about the the, uh, the loneliness, God, because you were there. Holy Spirit, you were there with me. You're going to put somebody in my life that's going to help me. And because I've had my children do that several times to me, I just don't have a friend. And I can remember the day that Autumn, when she was in, she was young, and she kept saying, "Mom, I don't have a friend." Because we had taken them out, and when they were younger, you know, it was another school. And then when you come back to that school, if you've missed any time there, it's like you've missed friends. You know, it's a, it's a gap. And Autumn, she learned how to pray and she prayed and she prayed and she prayed for a friend and it was the strangest thing because I, we did not realize that Jenna was an Excel praying for a friend. And then they wound up together <laughs> and they were inseparable. <laughs> and the things that God allowed them to accomplish together was amazing. And they even, that's even how she met Corey in that little that little group of friends right there. And now, the other day, Braylee came along, and Braylee's like, I just don't have a friend. I'm like, well, let me tell you how to get one. (laughs) I said, go talk to Autumn. (laughs) Autumn can tell you how to get one. Because to stand by yourself in this day and age, you're not going to make it. Every Naomi has got to have a Ruth. Every Ruth needs a Naomi. And I'm telling you, Paul and Silas, Come on, you've you got to have somebody that gets you, that helps you out of the ditch. Whenever you fall, you've got to have somebody that's there willing to tell you, hey, you're going to make it one more day, regardless of what this day held. Tomorrow is going to be different. You're going to make it. And, and it's just like so many times I have just sat there, and I sat there, and I sat there and said, God, where are you? And God looked at me and said, "I haven't gone anywhere. I hadn't gone anywhere. Get up." And I said, "But I don't want to get up, only to sit back down. I know you know what I'm talking about. Just to, I don't. I don't like the, the up-down and that, the popcorn. When I'm up, I need, I need to stay up." Because if I don't, the devil's going to find a way to come on and hit me broadside, just like he does all of us. He'll It'll, it'll hit you from the outside, and you'll go, oh, my goodness, where'd that come from? And then you just sit back down. No, I'm tired of that. Even if I'm in that fire and God is not there, I'm going to make it. You are going to make it. And I just wanted us to pray tonight if, because I didn't know. Cornelia, you come on up here. I didn't know if there was somebody else that was feeling the same way that felt lonely, that feels left out. And because whenever whenever we were at the ladies' retreat and things like that, if we see somebody sitting at a table by themselves or something, Nisi or myself, we just go tackle them or either we go sit down and we talk. And that's the way it needs to be in the house of God. When you see somebody by themselves or lonesome like that, wrap them up let them know that Holy Spirit is there with them you don't have to walk this walk alone there's a journey that a lot of them are on that feel like they've got to get to the end of it by themselves no they don't not by themselves there was in ministering to some of the women it was just the strangest thing how the Lord would say you're on a journey and to some he would say you know come on out but then again he'd look at some, you're on a journey and I got to thinking about that, and I was like, when you're on a journey, that means you got to go through some stuff to get there. Sometimes God will bring you out instantly, but sometimes you're on a journey. And when you're on that journey, that's when God is wanting you to learn some stuff. Come on up.